Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For the best Ravens coverage, it's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. We were going to fair catch that ball because it was 158, and that was before the two minute warning. After the kick or turn team was on the field, they pumped it up over two minutes, and we were unable to get it communicated to him. We were trying, but we couldn't get it communicated to him. They were run, they were winding it, so that was unfortunate. Unfortunate indeed is. Are you going to ask Haney. him today, Cordell, if he thought about calling a timeout? Yeah, I mean, if I don't, I'm sure somebody else will. <laughs> well, if they're uh, for sure, oh, yeah, yeah. they'll get the idea. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and again, that I think there were a lot of different things that the Ravens can go back and look at as to why they lost that game yesterday, but. This this was a big part of it. I, I thought towards the back end of the game, you essentially gave them an extra timeout by taking that fair catch and leaving it with 2.03 left on the clock. Yeah, and no doubt about it. And with all the stuff that – I mean, because there's going to be a lot of things it, that happened during a game, and it was an ugly game, you know, to be started. I mean, they were turning the, – there was fumbles. Mm-hmm. But, okay, we are where we are, and we still got a chance if we do – you know, it's coming down to, you know, a couple critical plays at the end, and that was a critical one that uh, that killed the Ravens. Let's hear more from John Harbaugh. The lack of ball security was one of the major issues yesterday as well, and here's Harbs talking about that. You have to protect the football. If we're going to be a winning football team, then we got to understand that you can't spot in possessions like that. you got to hold on to the football. Our guys know that. There's a lot of guys flying around out there, and there's a lot of hard hitting going on, but that's the number one job of anybody who has the ball in their hands is to protect it. Yeah. I was shocked that he let uh, Drake back in the game. I was, too. Because he came right back in. We saw we saw Gordon a little bit in between that time, and Gus started, you know, started looking like he was going to be the feature back. But I, I think the only reason he got back on the field was simply out of necessity. Uh, you know, yeah. Gus leaves with a concussion. Gordon is out there. You got to put somebody on the field. And, yeah, I, I think it, had they had – another back available or something like that, or if Gus never gets hurt, we might not have seen Drake again. Yeah, I mean, that was such such a momentum killer, that play. I mean, that was – crowd was in. Everything was going mm-hmm. right, you know, and that was that was a, a total killer, total killer. Um, and, you know, I mean, you can't lose two fumble, Fumble it four times and lose right. two and give them points, you know. 
Inexcusable. Inexcusable indeed. Let's hear from the quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Lamar was asked about him throwing behind his receivers uh, in the game yesterday, and here's what Lamar had to say. You know, just miss out. part of the game. You know, um, try not to miss those passes. Uh, great coverage sometimes. That's all. Well, the coverage on Andrews, that was that was good coverage. I wish he mm-hmm. got it out a little quicker. Now, um, the, the throw to Zay was okay. But, you know, like the throw behind to, I think it might have been uh, Kenyon Drake over on the left side. And and that one and the one to Zay were the two that stick out to me mainly. Which one to Zay? The one that was, should have been a penalty? Well, no, not that one. He he threw, that, he that threw one a, behind to, uh, yeah. to Zay late oh, in the game as well. Yeah, because that's when the announcer said, was Zay supposed to sit down right. in that zone? Right. You know, and I don't know, was that miscommunication? It looked like he may have been because after that play, I think that was a third down, and I watched Lamar and Zay on the sideline, and I could Lamar looked a little more animated than Zay did, and they're both looking at the tablet. At the tablet, and it, and it did look like Lamar is telling him that he thought he was going to do something different. Well, usually in West Coast type offenses, if it's zone coverage, you, you sit. sit down. Right, man to man, you keep running. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm guessing that it was miscommunication. And and how many times Cordell did Zay line up wrong? I mean, a, a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's been doing it every game. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had to call timeout the one right, time. Right. Let's hear more from Lamar as he talks about the offensive struggles during the game. We just got to lock in more, stay focused more, take what the defense gives us, try to move the ball as fast as we could, but, you know, conservative. Vinny, we talked about how good they were to start the game. They get the touchdown on their first drive. They get the fumble on the second drive, the King and Drake fumble. From there, punt, fumble, punt, end of the half, punt, punt, and then they get the touchdown later on in that game to finally kind of cut it off. But it, it, it was it was tough sledding for that offense for most of yesterday. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, the thing that he just said there, Cordell, move the ball conservatively. Because the first two drives was not conservatively. No, the first no. two drives were attacking. Mm-hmm. So then why did you switch to conservative? You know, is it because the fumbles – is you know I think it was the little things the the bad snap on third down you mentioned it Zay not being able to line up right I I think it was just the to the point snap the, you the, know they, they just wanted was, to run something you know they wanted to actually run a play yeah because they didn't I mean in the second quarter they had negative yards terrible terrible let's hear from one of the bright spots uh in the game yesterday Kyle Hamilton Kyle Hamilton had three sacks all coming in the first half all coming on third down as well here's here's Kyle Hamilton talking about his three sack performance it's kind of a team rush you know you got Clowney on the edge who's one of the best pass rushers in this league and he's pretty much giving himself up so I can free up and um get that get those sacks yeah I mean look Clowney definitely played his part yesterday. He's done that pretty much everything the Ravens have asked him to do, but so has Kyle Hamilton, and I I thought yesterday was his best game of his NFL career. Yeah, I I mean, Cordell, he's got got long arms. He's got a burst. He he may not be a burner, but he's got a burst, Mm -hmm. and he showed that burst. And he's an excellent pass rusher, has a great feel for pass rush. I mean, we talked about it when they were practicing against Washington. The only DB down there with the linebackers rushing – you know, was, you know, Hamilton. And it shows. I mean, we talk about it. He's good at that. He's And you know what they let him do? They let him do it because he's 
You know, I mean, without him getting pressure on the quarterback, who's doing it? Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll switch gears. The Orioles, they their weekend series is in the books. They got the win yesterday over the Cleveland Guardians. The Rays lost, so that magic number goes from five down to three. We'll recap the Orioles' weekend series against the Guardians next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. One day trades. It's $3. You cheap And one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. To end this long stretch uh, with a four and three road trip, I don't think people understand how hard that, that tough that is, and it shows the toughness of our team. And you know, to go four and three on this trip, two tough places to play after playing all these games in a row, just shows you a lot of the character of our club. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until two o'clock right here on The Fan. You just heard from Orioles manager Brandon Hyde there talking about his team going four and three on the seven game road trip. They took uh, two of three against Houston and they just split the four game set against the Cleveland guardians. Thanks to their five to one victory over the guardians yesterday. Uh, and with the Rays losing yesterday as well, the Orioles magic number is now down to three and the, the Orioles have six games left in the season. They now they have the off day today. The next two games are at home. Well, the rest of the season is at, is at home, but their next two games will be uh, the Battle of the Beltway against the Washington Nationals coming to town before finishing their season with a four-game set against the Boston Red Sox. But I, I felt like we learned a couple of things about this Orioles team over the weekend. Number one, we got to see John Means go out there, and, and, and I thought John Means was kind of the highlight of the Orioles' weekend series because – you know, he has the no-hitter going into, what, the, the seventh. seventh inning, and mm-hmm. he finishes with the one-hitter, like he said, seven in the third, one hit, giving up the one earned run off of the solo shot that game, but four strikeouts, one walk. Means looking as good as he does 
now allows them to have a little more flexibility when you start talking about their playoff rotation. And I think it it's going to kick somebody like possibly Dean Kramer Down. or somebody out into the bullpen. Well, I, well, you probably want four, right? Yeah. So, so right I would now, think Dean would be four. Well, Gibson has kind of woken up the last couple of weeks as well. And, and Kramer struggled the last he's couple He's been times. struggling in the month of September. And in my mind, I, I for me, I would probably have to bump Gibson ahead of Kramer right now. And there's six games left. Kramer will probably get one more start. Mm-hmm. What do you figure they need to go, three and three? Down the stretch right now, let me look at. Tampa's I look got at, uh, what five games left. Yeah, they've Norm? got five games left. Uh, I, I got to see if the Orioles win three. They yeah, basically I mean that's their magic the number. Rays to right. win out. Right. So, yeah. And the Rays, they've got the Red Sox the next two nights, and then they've got a three-game set against Toronto. All five of these games are on the road. Toronto has kind of woken up yeah. as of late as of well. Toronto uh, just took two of three from the Tampa Bay Rays, also. So those. Those won't be an easy five games for the Rays. I, I have confidence that the Orioles will be able to close this thing out, win the division. Uh, I like their chin- – first of all, I like their matchups. And the Orioles are really good at home. They're good on the road as well. We just got to see that on the road trip. But I do like what I'm seeing from these starters. The bullpen still worries me. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this rest day that they're getting today will help. And I think when you look at how inconsistent the bullpen has been – you really want to get that week off going into the postseason. Now, is Fuji on or off? Norm, on or off for you? It's probably off. Off the roster? No, for, not for the, the playoff for roster. The, oh, for the uh, first round of the playoffs. Yeah. If it's a division series, it doesn't matter to me. No, he's not on it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we mentioned Means looking good. Wells looked good as well. Yes, he did. Uh, he coming coming out. out of the pen, you know, so that that's good. Um, I, I just think when you're seeing Wells put together the out and he had Perez, I know he he kind of had a terrible game. What was that, Friday night, I think it was, uh, against the Guardians. But, you know, I, anything is better than – you can't put Fuji out there in a in a playoff game. The dude can't find the zone. He's hitting batters. I mean, he's walking guys. You can't have that I can't in the put a series. guy out there in the division series when he would come in, you know, and it's a tight game. Because I don't know what I'm getting. Yeah, I can't put anybody out there on the mound in the playoffs that I don't know what I'm going to get. And the fact is bad enough that you don't know what you're going to get, but it's also the point of your most likely outcome from him is a terrible one. I mean, most likely he's not going to be able to find the zone. Mm-hmm. Most likely he's going to walk. Stuff. He's going to hit guys. <laughs> he's going to walk the first two guys he sees. This bullpen is not set up to be able to withstand uh, that type of damage late in the games. And granted, the offense has been there a little more than not lately, but late in the games, you you can't have Fuji out there giving guys free uh, bases. It it just can't happen. What's the latest with Batista? He's still throwing. He's still throwing. I haven't necessarily seen any new updates since they were here in Camden Yards but I know that he has been slowly but surely progressing to I think now he's pretty much borderline pitching I have the last clip I saw of him throwing in the bullpen he it wasn't a lofting throw it's more straight line pitches now still still not at full speed but he is transitioning to that point it looks like
man, I would hate for him to be out on the mine and all of a sudden, you know, like throw, try to throw it 102 and ah! Yeah. You know? And it, I mean, that's what would happen, though. I mean, I don't understand what they're getting at here. I mean, like, what are you going to be, Game 7 of the World Series, right. two outs, two strikes, and you bring in Bautista to throw? I mean, that's all you're going to get. As soon as he cocks back and tries to throw over 100, it's going to go. Yeah, I, it's only a matter of time. And I mean, unless I, I guess unless he gets himself into a situation to where he understands where his threshold is, how far he can, you know, how fast he can throw a pitch and how much umph he can put behind it, what type of arm angles to use. But I'm with you. I, I, I don't really see too much of an upside here. And I think what's going on in their bullpen is kind of forcing them to to explore these types of uh, options. And the the whole timeline thing, everyone's saying, well, it doesn't matter. You wait an extra month to get the surgery. He's going to be out for all next year anyway. Ask John Means Mm -hmm. about the timeline Mm -hmm. of recovery. You think he would have liked to get it it started as soon as And nobody accounts for the setbacks that even Means dealt with. Right. You know what I'm saying? You you think it's a year, but – you got to account for the unknown as well. And it's easy for us to say, oh, it can't get any worse. I mean, if Batista's going along with it, and ultimately Mike Elias did say the, the decision would ultimately be Batista's, but if he's going along with it, he must feel like he can do something for them. But I, I don't know what the upside is here. I mean, is he, is he going to come back? Is, if he comes back, is he still your best pitcher out of the bullpen? At that point, I don't I don't know. It's not like they have a lot of options right now, but is he is he even better than what you have at that point? Is he doing more damage than he is helping you? Well, after sitting out, what's he been sitting out? Exactly. Like five, six weeks, you know, and all of a sudden you're going to expect him to be back to be the all-star closer. You know, I think that's asking a lot. And everything is high leverage at that point. Every every outing, every appearance is high leverage in, in October. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like you can just ease him back in. It's As soon as he gets in there, it, it, it'll be go time. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what they decide to do with that. But the Orioles are back home. They get the day off today before taking on the Nationals the next two days and then taking on the uh, Boston Red Sox out here in Camden Yards to close out their year. Again, their magic number is three. I feel confident that they'll be able to. No, I think it's a given. Win the division yeah. at this point, with, with with the teams they're playing against too. Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, I think it'll be. I think they'll. You know, they'll win three for sure. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll play a little buy or sell. We'll bring in quick draw, answer some questions around the world of sports. Also, check in on the stock market as well. That's next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're on the fan. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney, 1057, The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 1057, The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. Playing a little buy or sell. Vinny, how's the stock market looking? 
Um, the Dow is up eight. S and P is up twelve. Nasdaq's up fifty-one. DraftKings down four cents to twenty-seven seventy-two. Under Armour's down twenty cents to six ten. Mm. That'll make their way back up. Start here in the NFL. We'll go back to last Thursday, first game of week three. Christian McCaffrey continuing to pay big dividends for the 49ers after being traded there in the middle of last season. Scored a touchdown in that win over the Giants on Thursday, which means he's now found the end zone in 12 straight games with San Francisco. And that ties Jerry Rice for the longest such streak in franchise history. Uh, Jerry did so in 1987. They'll host the Cardinals this coming Sunday, the 49ers will. So buy or sell, Vinny. McCaffrey breaks the record, makes it 13 in a row. Yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Because the thing about it is he can do it in the pass game or the run game. So he's – and, you know, I, I just – yeah, he's, he's playing really good right now, and he's getting a lot of touches. Go over to the NBA here. We know Damian Lillard wants to be traded to the Heat, but that hasn't stopped other teams from showing interest and – Recently, a new report has the Bulls linked to the star point guard with a compensation package that would include Zach Levine. Chicago's roster, it's a mess. Uh, A lot of potential, uh, not a lot of buy-in from their star players, it seems. Plus, Lonzo Ball is pretty much done at this point, so they do need a guard. I guess that makes sense to go after Damian Lillard. But Cordell, are you buying or selling these rumors of the Bulls being interested? Well, I'll buy the rumor, uh, but I don't think it'll happen. Um, I, I think, you know, any team would love to have a Damian Lillard. I've also seen reports that the uh, Blazers are not interested in taking on Zach Levine. I've also seen reports that other Eastern Conference teams like the Raptors have thrown their name in the hat to get Dame as well. But ultimately, I think if Dame is traded, it will be to Miami and all these teams just need to if they want to get a piece of this pie, they need to kind of just th- jump in there and make it a three or four team deal to try to help this, ha- make this trade happen and get something out of the equation. But I don't think Dame, Dame has made it clear he doesn't want to play for anybody but the Heat this year. Well, we talked about this last week, just a strange story in hockey. Uh, Mike Babcock resigned from the Blue Jackets yeah. head coaching job after being hired just a few months ago. The whole phone privacy scandal Apparently, too much of a, quote, distraction for him to hang around at this point. So he dipped out of there. But I guess what makes it even more puzzling is the fact that he's an established coach. This isn't his first go around. I mean, what are you trying to change things up all of a sudden? All-time coaching record of 71418, Stanley Cup in 2008. Very accomplished. But Vinny Byersell, despite that resume, he won't coach again in the NHL. I'll buy that. Yeah, most definitely. Because he can't handle today's players. That's the biggest problem. Like in Toronto, those players hated him. You know, and in Columbus, want to look at their, you know, phones and all that kind of stuff. Doesn't, doesn't cut. He needs to go hang out with Dion and learn how to kind of handle today's kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, more NBA trade talk, this time with the Pacers and Buddy Heald. An apparent stall in contract talks has him on the trade block And word is things could come together pretty quickly here, maybe even as soon uh, or at least before the start of the season. There were rumors that he could be dealt at last year's deadline. You remember at the time the Lakers were considered very interested, trying to get all the help they could get. But Cordell, buy or sell, healed, ends up in L.A. this time around. Uh, 
does Hild end up in LA? I'll sell that. I'll sell that. I, I I think the Lakers are interested. They're interested in any shooter that they can get on their team. I don't know if they end up getting uh, Buddy Hill. Maybe if they could find a way to uh, get Turner, Miles Turner in the deal as well because that love affair has been connected for a while now. Maybe I could see that happening. But I think if they're going to do a deal with the Pacers, it'll be for Miles Turner before it's Buddy Hill. And we'll close with this here. The Saints blew a 17-0 halftime lead yesterday against the Packers, but even worse was the loss of Derek Carr to a shoulder injury. Afterwards, taken to a local hospital, given some more tests. Seems like they avoided the worst-case scenario here. Not season-ending for now, but he will miss some time, that's for sure. Jameis Winston finished the game in his place, 10 of 16 for 101 yards, He'll now be tasked with starting again for the immediate future. Quarterback injuries, usually the kiss of death for a team season, but Vinny, buy or sell the Saints far from finished with Winston as their backup. Um, I'll, I'll buy that. I, I think that's probably, you know, I mean, it's what he's been in the system, so he knows that it's probably the best thing for them to do. I did read, Norm, where it says because Carr's injury happened on the grass there, it was a lot less than it would have been if he got driven down, you know, on turf or the frozen tundra. A frozen tundra probably for like frozen that's cement. That's no joke, man. <laughs> we played there. That, that's like an ice skating rink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AC joint sprain. Yeah. Doesn't feel good. That'll be about three weeks because it was his right shoulder, correct? Right, yes. Yeah, that's his throwing arm. So that'll probably be three weeks. Yeah, the injury bug has has not been shy early in the regular season so far. We're only three weeks in. We haven't even completely finished week three yet. Cordell, if you're Steve Bashotti, you're probably saying, why? You know, I mean, it's been three years in a row. Mm -hmm. We've had all these injuries. This year, we got a ton of ankles and Achilles. and Why? You know, why are we the only team losing starters every year? I think a part of it is also who are who are the guys that are getting hurt? There are and guys that have always been hurt. That's I, I think that's a part of the common fact that the Ravens, you specifically look at the last couple of years, no matter if it's draft, free agency, or what have you, they have taken chances on guys who have had injury histories in the past. Uh, and even in the draft, Ajabo, for example, you know, I'm not saying that Ajabo has been a injury-prone player, but he came into the draft with an injury, which is why the Ravens were able to get him for the value that they got him at. And sure, it looks great because it is great value, but if he is not able to stay healthy going forward, what it, it, does that great value still stand? So I think some of it is just hurt guys staying hurt, and I think a, a part of it is just the game. I mean, it's no answer. It's truly no answer. You can't escape the injuries yeah, because if you're playing football. Marcus Williams, till he came to the Ravens, exactly. hadn't been hurt. Exactly. You know, now he's been hurt both years. Yeah. Ronnie Stanley's always hurt. Lindenbaum's never been hurt. No. And then he got – you know what sucks for the Ravens is Lindenbaum, Ronnie Stanley, Oway, all got rolled up on. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's the thing that sucks for them. I mean, that's, how does that – you know, that's just bad luck. I mean, and and you look at it. To win the Super Bowl, you got to be healthy and lucky. And right now, the Ravens haven't been healthy or lucky. 
No, they haven't. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll actually look at the injuries that the Ravens are dealing with. Are, are the injuries becoming too much? We'll talk about it next here on The Fan. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Doug Farrar. He'll join us to talk about the NFL as a whole. Big week of football around the NFL this week. But right now we're talking about the Ravens and it feels like every week there uh, there's new names being added to the injury report and they had I mean they had literally every healthy body dressed for the game yesterday. Yes. And now they leave the game with Gus Edwards dealing with the concussion. You've got Tylen Wallace and uh Rashad Bateman both dealing with hamstrings. David Ajabo left the game. Ankle. Ankle. I mean things going from bad to worse in terms of the health situation for the Ravens you hope that they could get at least somebody back this week but Vinny are you starting to feel like these injuries are becoming a little too much to bear for the Ravens well you you the people that you're replacing them with Cordell you know they're not as good Mm -hmm. so I mean that's definitely gonna hurt you I mean pretty much it's a lot of dudes that were playing in the third and fourth quarter to preseason games yeah you know so it's you know, not having your starters. I mean, that's why they're considered starters because they're the best thing that you can put out there. So it catches up after. I mean, you can get by with a couple, but, you know, on defense, all of a sudden, if it's like uh, seven of your 11 or six of your 11 are guys that are not your normal starters, that's going to affect you. Yeah, I mean, look, you've got two guys who are playing their first NFL game yesterday supposed to be selling your edge and it's just not a good spot to be in Patrick McCarry we love him to death he, he's the utility guy along the offensive line but he got everything he could handle yesterday over at left tackle and you'd have to imagine going into Cleveland next week oh, yeah. Miles Garrett is licking his chops coming off of a three and a half sack game yesterday against the Titans I know he can, now Lamar's a little tougher to get to the ground than Ryan Tannehill is Lamar will, you know, kind of save some of those sacks, but he can also kind of help some of those sacks happen by holding on to the ball longer than he should and being yeah. indecisive at times. Uh, he can be disruptive and, and have Lamar pull the ball down, which disrupts all their timing. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you disrupt their timing, you kind of disrupt their pass game. So, yeah, he can be extremely, extremely – and Zadarius too. I mean, Zadarius, they're going to put him over to guard or yeah. center. And he'll, you know, he'll be problems in there too. And JOP's playing pretty good for them right now too, the Notre Dame kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He can yeah. Run. Yeah. So I mean, and he's who they drafted for Lamar pretty much uh, a a couple of yeah. years ago. So I mean, right, I mean, right now watching them, and I, I can't wait till I get the all twenty two to watch them for Thursday's show. Is, I mean, if Watson is playing that much better and be, and is better, well, that's that's. That's going to be a tough out. That's going to be a tough out. And 
originally I had picked Cleveland winning this game, and I had the Ravens being um, two and three, going to Pittsburgh, winning that, being three and three, and then winning four in a row. So we'll see. I mean, they just got to get – biggest problem is, is, you know, you want continuity. And why do you want continuity? Because those are the guys you practice with. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of a sudden you're throwing in new guys, and then it's like starting over again. You got a brand new offense, and you got to start over every week because it's new people. And that's the thing. Lamar, when you, when you, even after the win against Cincinnati, I had asked him what was the difference between weeks one and two. And his response was simple, was just that being able to play together more, being able to get that, that chemistry together more, being able to throw the ball yep. in game to my guys, uh, you know, on a continuous basis. And now, you know, we're starting to click a little bit. And it just seems like every time they start to show signs of, okay, this is the team that they could be, something new happens, whether it's a bad play in the game yep. or somebody gets hurt, key guys getting hurt. I think that's the biggest blow for the team. It's not like it's depth guys <laughs> that are taking these injuries. These are all key starters that the Ravens have been losing. And we talked about it earlier. Then it affects the special teams yeah. because all your special teams key guys mm-hmm. are having to take a lot of reps and then all of a sudden, them being, you know, the sprinter going down just got done playing, yep. you know, four, six, eight plays, and they're not covering the same. So, yeah, one affects the other. And now you're losing special teams, guys, right? You lose Justice Hill. Uh, Wallace, Wallace goes down you, yesterday. Two, two best. I mean, two of, two of your best. It's, it's really starting to look like a trickle-down effect. And everybody's like, yeah, the Ravens got to go trade for such and such, or they got to sign such and such. And I, well, They're not made of money. You know, I I haven't looked at their updated cap set situation yeah. right now, but I mean, they need a, you mentioned Van Noy earlier. They need an edge guy. They could also maybe need a running back here soon. If justice Hill isn't going to be able to play this week and Gus Edwards can't play. Yeah. I don't think they want to go into that game with only two, two active running backs. What well, the problem is, is, you know, does anybody know the offense? That's that's a problem, you know. And that's why getting Mitchell, hopefully Mitchell, you know, can play. You like when you go out there Wednesday, you'll you know you'll check and see if he's practicing, you know, as a practice squad guy, you know, if he's close to being ready. Yeah, I, I think they've got to. Uh, I mean, it's no, it's it's one thing about fixing your errors that you're making in game, but. You can't just say, "Oh yeah, we got to find a way to stay healthy." I mean, what is, what is that? What what is the answer to that? Because if there was one, I think every team would yeah. do that. Oh yeah, Harbs Harbs would be all over yeah. it. You know, I mean, they're trying to figure it out themselves because they don't know. They don't know what you know why. But I, I think it kind of goes back a little bit to they've got a lot of guys that have been hurt in the past. That's that's a big key. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll call a little audible. We'll have Doug Farrar at 1.30 um, instead of 1 o'clock. At 1 o'clock, we'll look around the NFL, feed you some NFL lunch. A lot of games going on around the league yesterday. We got two tonight, both of which you can hear. One on the fan, the Eagles and the Bucks, And on 1300, the bet uh, will give you the Bengals and the Rams tonight. So uh, football still going on right here on the fan tonight but we'll look around the league next here on the fan okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 